very excited uh, and I want to take a deep dive in this, in this interview. Uh, can you tell me uh, about yourself, about your business journey in the last uh, three years to the people uh, who don't know about you? Yeah, so basically, Dhana, we started the company back in 2018 with the vision that, uh, you know, when I heard about, uh, you can say, the Forbes article that around 2 billion people will lose their jobs in the next two decades. So I thought that, you know, it's like there will be more entrepreneurs in this world than there will be employees. So, the, but, the, but the biggest problem which I found in the entrepreneurs is this the problem of fundraising, raising funds for the companies. That's a very hard thing. I mean, one out of 100 companies raise investments for the startups. So I think we need to bridge that gap with our, you can say, company. It's a big problem. The reasons which we found was basically, one was is that the people can't approach in a number of investors. Other thing was the specialization. People were not specialized in raising investments. They don't know what to, what all things to prepare before approaching the investors. And they, they don't have enough time in order to always focus on just investors because they also have to run their company. So there were different problems we thought which were required to be solved in this industry. That's why we started the business in this industry because we think that this market is very important to be covered because it's solving a social cause as well as you can say a business cause and an economic cause. And uh, last year we started our consulting division because basically we saw that a lot of companies at the SME level, they are mostly focused on basically a theoretical, theoretical knowledge, not just practical you can say, application. So that's why we made our consulting business based on a theory, which is a, which is a combination of theoretical knowledge then experience knowledge, then practical knowledge. Okay, so it's a combination of all those traits. So one is a theoretical knowledge where you just learn theory, you know everything, how to do exactly in a systematic manner, that's organized manner, that's one thing. Then you have the experience knowledge. Experience knowledge is about a person who has worked with a lot of successful people, they have learned from them, and then they are saying something. That's about experience knowledge. Then you have the, you can say, then you have the knowledge of being, you can say being practically in the field, being a player and doing things, then you are learning from their, your experience by doing things on your own. You need, you know, the details, you need everything, how things are done, how to network, how to do sales, how to manage company, how to scale a business, you know, everything. And then you are doing it. So we are experts, our consultants, we have all our successful people who are brand businesses. And now we are focused on growing the business in our consulting part. We are having the experts who are a combination of all these things, all these three aspects of our business. Mm -hmm. So that's our focus in the consulting part. And we agree, we were having two people there in 2018, back in 2018, now we have 100 people and we have targeted to reach 1,000 people next to next year. And we are, you can say, close to reaching our target. We are basically, the speed which we want, which we need in terms of hiring and scaling the revenue and the team and the expertise and different things and the partners we require, we are working hard on that. And we are basically, we hope that definitely we'll achieve the goals on which we have basically have a detailed plan. Awesome. So according to you, what a young person should do in their lives? Yeah, so basically, see, Ghana, the question you asked, what a young person should do in their lives, see, it's like, if I'm a millionaire or if I'm a billionaire, I can't say everybody to become a billionaire or a millionaire. It depends on the, what the person's life's purpose, values, and beliefs are. I can just keep on saying, be a millionaire, do business, do business, do business. I don't know what you believe in. I don't know what you care about, what matters to you, what really beats your heart. I don't know that. 
and unless I don't know that, I can give you an advice. I need to know your purpose. See, it's like Ghana. If someone will, you can say say to you that I've kidnapped your family, and you can say if you want to get it back, give me this or give me that. Okay, so now what you will do? You don't. You won't read a book or a manual or go to a mentor to basically to get your family back. You will do each and everything to get your family back because you love your family, you believe in your family, and that's something in which you believe from your heart. You don't need a manual to do that. So that's why, unless same is with life, if a person really believes in doing something, that's a purpose. The purpose is something which is giving you giving you a meaning in life, and it's also basically igniting your passion. Then it's like then yeah, really it's like you don't need any manual or someone to guide you. You will do that. I mean, anything get results. First, I think a person needs to be very clear on their purpose in life. Then they have to create different goals. Whether it's long-term, intermediate, and short-term goals, you need these three types of goals, and these three types of goals should be in all dimensions of life—not just money, mental, social, spiritual, physical, financial. So you need to cover all dimensions because you know it's like if you are rich and if you are unhappy, this means you are not a successful person. You know, if you are rich, if you are making a lot of money and still you don't feel good when you are sitting on bed or still going to sleep on bed. This means you're not successful. You know, it's like if you're making a million dollars with a with, with being happy, then you are a successful person. If you're making a lot of money, in through wrong ways or through something which is against your standards or values, that no, that does not mean you are a happy person. So these are the goals which a person should set in their life. A long-term goal in finance should be like that: I want to have this much net worth or this much income at these these stages of my life or at this year, or I want basically. I want to develop these skills, analytical skills, judgmental decision making, analytical analytical skills, understanding different skills. I need to develop at this age. I need to basically uh, another goal could be in social dimension. It could be like I need to know hundred CPAs, hundred CEOs, hundred celebrities, hundred politics, political. You can say pol the politicians and different advisors, different board members, different CEOs. I need to connect with those people. I need to create a relationship with them so that if I need them, I don't need to start everything from zero. I have a relationship which I have to just cultivate so that I can create trust. Trust is a key in a social even to network. So that's the other thing, and the other thing is about spiritual growth. If you are a Muslim, you are offering and following a religion. If you are a Jew, you are following a religion. If you are a Christian, you are following a religion. If you are doing meditation or yoga or anything which you which makes you feel good, which makes you feel yourself, not the everything just surrounding. You know, it's like when you are in meditation, you feel yourself. You are more conscious and. It's like ninety percent of the things which a person does in their life is basically unconscious. That subconscious mind is working. The mind, which is the habit part of the brain, that's just working. And basically, you are doing everything. The reason we use subconscious mind to take decisions is to save energy. Our brain just can't do everything on their own. You know, it's like our brain can't think every time to do brush or how to basically you can say see how to you can say sit on a chair. I would bring kind of all this thing. Oh, I have to put my hand here, here, then I have to sit. So we can't do this because our brain don't have basically enough energy. So that's the thing. So that, that that's I think that's the most important thing which a person basically should focus on creating goals and having a purpose in life in order to live a fulfilled, successful life. According to me. Mm -hmm. Thanks. It's good advice. I think. Uh, how many hours a day you work on average? So basically, you know, it's like uh, it depends as always, but it's like normally I work at around ten to twelve hours a day. But some people I see, you know, they say that uh, 
you can say I'm a businessman and I'm working for like 12, 14 hours for the past 30 years. Business is so hard. They say, you know, the thing about those people is this, you know, business is not meant for you to keep working so hard because for 30 to 30, 50 years, you know, that's, it's not meant that way. If you are doing this way, this means you don't know delegation. You will get exhausted. You will become a, you can say, what you can say, wearing tiered hero. You will become someone who has no abilities, no personality, nothing. He just knows how to make money. You don't want to be that. You do a lot of things at the same time. You know, you need all your health, all your things, all your different skills, and uh, you can say a good life with money. So that's that you need to know delegation. See, it's like as Raydale you mentioned that uh, you know you can't do everything, but you can do anything. So in, even in companies, I see founders they are good in IT work and they are just doing IT work, doing nothing in, in managing the company, growing the company. You know, it's like if you are good in something, that's not mean you have to do it. So that's very important thing people should understand. If you are good in something, does not mean that you have to do it. Your focus, you are more required at another place as compared to being in IT or being, you can say, in any other department. So that's why it's very important. I love sales, but I can't always be in sales in my company. I have to see operations, compliance, and finance. So there are a lot of things I have to focus on. I can't just focus on sales or any other thing. I, I focus on sales. That's the most important thing in a business. That's something which is growing the revenue. You first need a sale to run a business. You can't run a business without a sale. A business is not run unless the first sale is made. So that's why basically I think it's very important to work hard and it depends on the which phase of your business you are. It's like in the first two years, you are in the survival phase. And after that, you are on the plateau stage and then you are at explosion stage. You know, it's like when you're scaling a business, you you can't scale a business like this that you are approaching a lot of customers at the same time now and you have seen number of salespeople and then at the same time approaching a lot of people and having salespeople and developing salespeople. You can't do it. First, you need to develop salespeople. Then you have to start approaching more people so that you can manage. You can't have less people be overloaded. Otherwise, will, you know, if they are coming once to you and if they have a bad experience, they will not come to you again, most likely. So that's why it's very important. See, it's like maybe I'm wrong at any place which I have told you from, you can say from the starting of this interview, I, I can't be wrong because, you know, it's like in life, a lot of things you say, a lot of things you believe and after some time you get to know that what we used to believe was wrong. It happens with everyone. So that's why basically what I'm saying is be on the basis of the experience and things which I have learned from books, from successful people and from what I have achieved in my life. So that's basically, basically what I think is. Mm -hmm. Good. Uh, can you tell me, please, please, what kind of culture exists in your organization and how did you establish it? Yeah, so basically, you know, it's like uh, a culture of a company is very much a reflection of the leaders, you can say, principles in life. That's a very important thing I should say. A founder, as you can say, values are also there in the organization's values. See, there's a big difference between being a CEO and a founder. There's a very big difference. See, a CEO is just like a job. A founder is someone who thinks that this company is my blood. I don't want to waste the money of the company. I want to scale the company from really hard. I want to work. I can go 100 to 120 hours a week if somebody files a lawsuit on us. I can do anything just to go to the company. CEO is like, oh, somebody filed a lawsuit on us. Please take care. I'm going by. <laughs> so you can't do that. If you are a CEO, if you are a CEO, you, if you are a CEO, it's like there's a difference. A CEO can't do everything. Uh, see, uh, see, it's like, it, it, it's like, for example, I don't want to say something against anyone. I don't, I'm not against anything, but what I, what I want to say is this. See, it's, uh, 
see in founder is like for example if someone has a father if if there's a if there's a girl who has a son with a husband and then the she gets divorced and the son gets a stepfather father so this stepfather is acting just like a ceo but the but the you say but the real father of the children was like a founder and ceo both so that's a difference you can say i should say and in terms of the culture our culture is very competitive it's really you can say value driven i want we want people to get results results is the key word we want people to give results to us see it's like it's good for you to do mistakes it's good for you to basically make a lot of mistakes in life or basically make you cry a lot and then keep on failing and learning but that's good for you that's not good for the company you know if it, if you are learning keep on learning from failures not getting any results that's not what you want at we can give you freedom that you have to strive try keep on experimenting to get what works best but we can't you know you can't just keep on doing you can say doing nothing and keep on learning and doing nothing still doing nothing so we want you to produce results results is the key word because what people do is run as this people mostly mistake movement for achievement they think if they are doing something which means they are achieving something there is a big difference between that doing something and achieving something is entirely different thing people in the illusion or working 10 20 hours a day this means i am getting a lot of results i should be getting a lot of results and uh, mm-hmm. that's why i prefer data in our company we are a data driven company we always measure each and everything in the company it's like who works at how much hours how many sales call we are doing what's the quality of the sales call what are the qualitative aspects how many number of days people are working who is working you can say it's like this app app you can say attendance and then you have you can say how oh, what's the conversion rate we have for which month what's the revenue we have basically what's the percentage of sales and revenue what's the basically you can say what is our processing speed for each and every step which is being done for every thing you are selling how much time it takes for a person to approach some people how much time it takes for the person to send an email to basically reply to an email to what's the script for each and every each and everything in our company we have script manuals video manuals so everything is system because if you are scaling the company i can't just talk to everybody or i can't have people in my company talk to everyone explaining everything you need manuals it saves a lot of time you know you need to focus on reducing time frames everything has a time frame talking to a person making them a client <coughs> there's a okay. big time frame between it you need to compress this as much as possible that's what big companies do that's what multi billion dollar companies do they are multi billion mm-hmm. dollar companies because they have made people's life very easy reduced time you know there are a lot of companies which are coming in the market in india and other countries are seeing it's like delivering you can say delivering foods to home you know it's like in covid it's working very good but these companies they make challenges that in 30 minutes we can give you we can we can we can deliver the food or in 20 minutes we can you can say deliver the food so it's reducing time frame so this this is something which increases the value of the company and our data basically you can say that something data is one thing another thing is basically being a leader we promote more and more leaders in the company we try to make more and more leaders in the company because we think a company can achieve exponential growth only when there are more leaders see a leader is like a person we need to it's like we need leaders in diverse board our focus is to create our leaders into drivers as well there's a difference between a leader and driver most leaders i don't see are drivers most drivers i see are leaders so drivers see leaders just like i am a leader i'm taking care of the people who are working with me okay and then i'm also basically asking getting those people to grow 
a driver is mostly like they're just you can say getting the whole company to a next level next level next level figuring out using their brain a lot and then going to the next level increasing revenue increasing revenue keeps you it's like see uh, uh uh see for example if there is a mountain and if you are there on the mountain and you, you can see a lot of people they are you can see on the mountain and one person goes on the top of the mountain and one is basically you can say yeah pulling off the you can say yeah, rope okay and people are here on the rope on the down on the mountain they are just there and one of the leaders also there on the rope and that leader is ensuring that everybody is standing the mountain okay and the person who is you can say stretching the you can say rope is getting people to the next level he is getting those people to the mountain and then he is climbing their next mountain and then getting them to go to that mountain so that's what i see you can say a driver and leader and we want people to be we want more and more leaders in our company so that we can make the company and we can say business scale faster and grow faster another thing for us is team we want to grow fast now we have to because see it's like see when you are very you can say when you when you have a when you are very logical in business i mean in terms of growing a business i think it's very good for the health of the business in business if you grow a business i think you can't always take emotions you can say emotionally you have to take logical decisions so i think business is like a map when you are growing it in the beginning it could be like emotional if you are selling something in the beginning it's emotional i mean if i'm selling something to you in the beginning of our business i don't have any credibility i don't have any reference i'm just saying come up please buy my buy my product because my company has great vision we are very hard working We are very amazing, but we haven't done work with anyone by ourselves. So I'm selling emotionally, but when I'm selling logically, I'm saying, "Did you know about our debt client? Debt client just basically calls a billion dollars in valuation. We are working with these five public companies. You can talk to any of them. Do you saw the testimonials page on our website? Forty people just told about us. Amazing, you can say recommendation. Did you know about this person? This guy, he's very successful. He recommended us. So. it's just logical you know it's like uh, we have this process we have to go through this process that process that process that process this person will be helping you assisting you this is how you get free you can say you can say this will be the process and if you will not work properly you will get the refund that's not something which you can do in when you start a business so you have to be smart when you start a business you have to think very logically when you start a business so that's i think basically here these are some of the values we have any other thing is being productive productiveness is like hana doing minimum actions to get maximum results mm-hmm. so there's a difference between these busyness and productive productive means when you're working the least and getting the highest results i'm not saying work less what i'm saying is the definition of the word being productive working the least getting the highest results so that's what i believe what some of the values we have but if you want to learn more about our values you can go on a culture page on the website we'll put the I, i'll send you the link below basically so that you can put the link below of our website Yeah, thanks. That's interesting. As we all know, the importance of reading and boosting and boosting knowledge and communication skills. Uh, how many books you read uh, on average a year? Yeah, so basically, average is like normally I read around fifty books a year. I try to read a book a mm, week. But what but what happens on is this? You know, most of the books I've heard now, I when I read books, I feel that ninety percent of the things I already know. because i have already read a lot of books a lot of things that common in books so that's why i i, I try to focus more on summaries reading books summaries i think they are more valuable than reading books it depends on the author as well 
if you are reading as someone very smart, so you it's always better to read each and everything every page on the book. Okay, but if you are reading books of someone who who whose full time profession is making books or it is writing books, then these people are just writing books for the sake of money, but they are providing less value. I mean, if it's a hundred page book, the same knowledge which books can be written in a page or two. So you know, I don't have time to read hundred page books every day. So that's why basically I think I prefer research. You can say research papers as well of Harvard. Or Yale or other companies, I think they are very valuable. I always prefer to use organized knowledge because you know it's so hard in this world of information. All the things they get mixed up, so that's why I always prefer to basically read books which have organized information, like the forty-five laws of you can say leadership, twenty-two laws of marketing. So they're different books. They have different titles. So it's more organized, easy to remember. So because you know, it's like it's always easy to remember things which are organized. That's another thing I learned in my life, and it's an important thing. Yeah, amazing. Um, as a CEO, as the CEO, CEO and the founder of the Hashmi Group, you are responsible for making top-level managerial decisions. How do you make a decision? How you make your decisions? Yeah, so basically, it always depends on what what's the type of the decision in this department. What it's about? It's about you can say, you know, for example, if you're taking a business decision, for example, if it's a sales decision or any other kind of decision, first we will look for the top industries, you can say top companies which have done the same thing in our industry at our level or with our resources. Okay, some of the best companies at our level who has done the same things, and also the companies on a global level which has done the same thing. How they did it, what they achieved, they must have used different ways. What ways created which much results? How we can calculate those results? What is the worst case scenario of our decision? What's the best case scenario of our decision? How we can reduce the worst case scenario? How we can basically get more results, substantial results, measurable results? How we can minimize the risk? Who is the best person we know who can help us? And uh, basically, what's what is the type of that best best person? How we can help us? Is that person trustworthy? We can we share these things with them, with him or her, or basically is that person coachable, or is that person basically willing to tell what he knows, or it could be different. You know, it depends on the type of patient, but it's always we always see what others have done and who are successful. We always see who are successful, what they did to become successful in that area, so that you know we have a context that see it's uh, it's it's like. In life, Hana, you can't always make all the mistakes by your own and then learn. You can learn from others' mistakes as well. So that's why it's very important yeah. for to basically learn from others' mistakes and see what they have achieved with what effort and how we can basically get those things to be done in the right manner. So that's what I basically that's how I see it. But it depends on the type of decision. If you have a specific question, then I would have answered to answer in a different manner. Yeah. As we noticed that the Hashimi Group has a team with a team from different countries around the world and mainly around the world. Uh, can you tell us uh, what do you look for before hiring someone? Yeah, so basically, you know, it's like uh, one there's, there's a specific category of people which I hate a lot. Those are over smart people. You know, I hate over smart people. The people who think they're very smart, they can do anything. They don't need to know anything. They don't need someone to tell them what they have to do. You know, my brother was telling, my brother is a chartered accountant. He was telling me that uh, he basically, he, he's an auditor. So he was working at a company 
and the CEO of that company is a billionaire. His net worth is about four billion dollars. Okay, so my brother was telling me that billionaire, that guy, whenever he calls for his driver, he always tells the manager, "Don't get me a oversmart driver." So he told, "Don't bring me a oversmart driver." So that billionaire also knows. They also hate me when they oversmart drivers. Everybody, no one likes oversmart people. There are a lot of people you must have met. So see, it's like. It's also depends on who you are. If you hire people who are reflection of your self, you know, mm-hmm. it's like if 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 I'm always smart, I'll I I I'll basically hire always smart people. But if I'm wise, I will hire people who I think are coachable, who I think have right attitude, are trustworthy, and are willing to learn. You know, if you are coming to me and teaching me how I have to do business, or basically teaching me how I have to hire people, I will respect your opinion. But it's like uh, you know. You also have to learn from me what I, what we want you to do. You can't just keep on teaching me what I have to do. So that's like we we prefer to have people who are coachable. Even if you don't have experience, if you are willing to learn, then we can teach you. If you have the right attitude, if you want to learn, then we can teach you. If you have a right attitude, if you are trustworthy, then we can teach you. We don't want you to just tell our secrets to other competitors and run a basically work with them. So that's what we don't want. So these are some of the things that you have before we do. If you look for hiring people, and it's like. Uh, We have a probationary period. We always try to micromanage in the beginning until we trust the person. We always try to micromanage the person until we trust them. After that, we give them the freedom about what all things they can do. And the other thing, basically, Jana, you know, it's like what I think. And regarding to that question, which you asked, that you can say your what a what a person should do in their life. You know what I believe is this, Jana, that uh, a person should live their day even their whole life, which also includes a day. In two parts. One is the small picture. One is the big picture. So small picture is like, for example, if you are in traffic, if you are stuck in traffic, okay, and if you are in your car mm-hmm. and and you don't know why is the traffic there, you know, you don't know how you can get from that traffic, get away from the traffic, because you are in the smaller picture here. But you know, you, you how to drive the car. You need to drive the car in order to get get ahead. But you you don't know how to get ahead. But if you mm-hmm. is sitting on this building. You will be able to see. There's a shortcut. I can go in this street. That's it. That's it. And then I can go. If you are on a building, if you are in the sky, you can see what's there. You can see the bigger picture. Okay. So same is it life. If you can see what you all you have done in a day, the things which you are doing in a day that are we can say smaller picture. That's very important. You can't do anything without that. But it's like you also need to focus on a bigger picture. Seeing everything what I'm doing in my days aligned with what I what my goals are. You know, it's it, it sounds like. I'm getting distracted, distracted. You know, I'm thinking of do, going here and then I'm going here. <laughs> then again, I'm coming back. You know, see, it's like bigger picture is like if you are go doing things like this in your day, then you are distracting, distracted, and going here. Then again, when you see the bigger picture, you come here. <laughs> so, so it's like this. It's like this. Basically, it it helps you to be aligned with what you are looking to do, and it's very important. You know, people don't understand what's the importance of being aligned with your purpose. the people who don't understand this basically are unable to grow fast or they go like this so that's why basically that's what i believe you can say in terms of hiring anyone and the importance of looking at the bigger and smaller picture one thank you for answering my questions yes sir one last question for you uh, what advice would you like uh, would you give to someone who is getting to start a startup The same is with the other thing, you know. When I told you, say, what's the purpose for you to start something? You know, it's always important to know your why. 
why you start up why do you want to start a business you want to start a business just to make a lot of money that's not a good enough reason to start or do you want to start a business just to make your girlfriend happy that's not a good that's not a good idea to start a business or do you want to just start a business to become a hero in your social circle that's not a reason you need to know what's your purpose oh i want to help my community or oh, i want to help the poor people i want to empower women at my it also depends on the level of purpose if i want to do something at a you can say or at a, at a, for my family for my neighbors for my you can say town or my city in my state in my country in the continent in the world it depends on what's the level of purpose you have even if it's good or bad anything so it's like see because you know even if a purpose is good or bad you won't be able to achieve it unless you are clear on what's your purpose that's very important because it's a driver it's a right driver so that's why firstly i will recommend that person to see what's their purpose are if they just want to make money that's one guys but if they want to create a difference in an industry or if they want to change something then it's a good enough reason because see money is not a great driver i mean money is a good driver in the short term not in the long term you will quit at some time when you face a lot of problem in business but you won't quit when you have a vision when you have real purpose in which you believe you will keep fighting for yourself for your business for your team if you have a strong and of purpose in your life so that's what i'd recommend to any person who wants to basically always basically trying to you can start a business but there are a lot of things that you need to know before starting a business you first you need to meet with people who have ran successful business that's the most important thing i would have to learn from the most successful people who have basically ran the business and the other thing is basically starting a business in sevkhana When you start a business, uh, firstly, you see you you all you don't always need money to start a business. But I never I did I started with zero, so it's like uh, I grew my company to a multi-million dollar in just two years. So it's a very it's a very fast growth. The way you grew was very fast because there were different things which were there. But I think for a normal person to start a business, you need enough money. I mean, it depends on what your age is. If you are a college student, then that's great. You don't have a lot of things to lose. There's still a lot of things to lose. There's an opportunity cost. so it's like but it's like it's always good to basically start at early age if you are starting at early age nothing to lose then you can start a business what you will need in the beginning is a referral if you are doing business in america or if you are doing business in india you might not need but you need a referral you need to be smart you need skill see it's like before starting a business what i'll recommend anybody who have a high income skill you know high income skill is a very important thing high income skill is any skill which can make you a you can say income of $10,000 per month any skill that can make you a $10,000 per month that's the high income skill in us in india and lebanon it might be different but in us it's $10,000 per month so first you need to have high income skills then you start a business so first focus on developing skills rather than just starting a business if you don't have any skills